Hey guys, welcome back to the Best FN Life podcast. I'm Brad. Today we're going to talk about the debit card that has changed the way that we talk about finances with our kids. Again, thanks for watching this episode. I know it's been a minute since I've done one of these. You know, life's gotten in the way. You could see here that I'm now officially in my new office. Um, I've been in here for a few months now, but I've just been so busy with other things that, and if I'm being completely candid, a bit of writer's block when it comes to doing these episodes, that I just decided to not put too much, much pressure on myself, get something out when you're ready, and uh, we'll start getting back on track again. So again, thanks for your patience. You know, today I'm interested to talk to you guys about uh, what's called the green light card. The green light card is something that I originally came across. I've seen them occasionally on like CNBC, uh, but then I was actually at a Forever 21 with my daughters and one of the kids who was best guess 10 or 12 years old uh, was paying with their own debit card. Um, now our oldest who's 15 has had a debit card for a little bit through our bank, but was required to be of a certain age. I think in her case it was 13 uh, to be able to get this. What I like about this, one of the things I like about this green light card is that to my knowledge, at least for my girls, my youngest is 10. So I've got 10, 12 and 15 year olds. Um, they all can have their own debit card. They have their own accounts. And within the green light card, there is the ability to not only use it as a debit card, but then there's certain functions within it that I really like that help empower this conversation about finances. So, you know, the main, the main features of the card are couple fold. One is that, you know, everyone gets a debit card. They could spend the money on what they want to because there are iOS and Android apps, I get a notification every time that something is charged as well as my wife. And we're able to actually fund their account uh, for chores that they do. I'll talk a little bit more about that detail in a bit. Uh, and it's just a way that we've been able to facilitate payments. So even in cases where, you know, we might be somewhere and they want to buy something and don't have their card on them, we can also transfer back into the parent wallet is what they call it, any of those sort of funds. So overall at its base, the green light card's really there for chores. And I know in a previous episode, I, we had come up with this chore chart. We've now moved all of that within this app. Uh, so every uh, girl has chores that they can check off their list and get paid for an allowance every week. So another element of the green light card that I really like and probably got me more interested was not only can we do chores and, and they each have their own debit card, but we also, they have an element within a certain package of green light. I think they call it their max plan that allows them to actually do investments. Despite their ages, uh, they're actually able to go in and make certain investments. And so what's been really great about that for us is that it allows us to have different sort of conversations for each one of our daughters, which I'll explain in a minute, um, on how to invest, why that's important. Obviously, the idea of starting early is extremely important because of things like compound interest and that sort of thing. So it's been really good to start those conversations. Um, so let me explain a little bit about the different ways that I'm having these investment type of conversations with each girl. So I'm going to start with my oldest. Again, she's 15. Um, she is probably, I said in a previous video, you know, the most 
entrepreneurial, the most capitalist minded for sure. She is definitely what I would categorize as the pure investor today. She understands stocks. She understands specific ones that she wants to invest in. With her, it's this conversation of, you know, who, what are some of the best brands that you like? She likes things like Chewy.com. She likes things like Peloton. Um, trying to think of some other ones. But, you know, she will tell me if there's something on their earnings report that came out. Now she's not looking at, you know, the, the specific earnings reports, but she'll hear if revenue's up. She understands the difference between revenues and profits. And is it looking up? Is it looking down? And it allows us to have that conversation. Another element of Greenlight that I wanted to mention was uh, you also are allowed to have an interest-bearing savings account for each kid. And so I've actually tweaked that as well, that in her case, uh, I set up an interest for 8% interest. Now, why 8? I did 8 because it's as close to if she was just doing an index fund as she can. But it's our belief that for our kids... You know, if they want to get into individual stocks, is that what I hope their long-term strategy to be? No, as they get older, they're probably going to get more conservative. But again, they're so young. Just let them have fun. Let them go off of a stock that may go up or down um, and frankly crash. Because even at her age, if she were to go to zero tomorrow, she has plenty of opportunity to build it back up. I wasn't in, into, outside of my 401k, I wasn't into my 30s until I even started investing in stuff directly. So um, she's got plenty of time. I'm allowing her to have all the fun that she wants to have with it. And, you know, to her credit, her portfolio has done pretty well. So it's just been cool to see how that conversation goes and how it's evolved. So now let's talk a little bit about how my 12-year-old thinks about this stuff. So my 12-year-old, a couple of points there for one, she definitely has a concept of the stock market. She understands of making money, losing money. Uh, I'm actually uh, setting up her interest account at 12% even better than what she could get for the S&P. Why? Because I'm trying her. The conversation that we're having is one of uh, immediate gratification. And she may have the money to go spend, but she needs to learn the skill set where I feel like my oldest already has of um, I can't spend all of this money. If I just run through it, then uh, I don't have anything to invest. So I'm getting her and having conversations around invest first, spend the rest if you want to. Uh, and so she's definitely my saver. I would call her the saver. Uh, and she's definitely starting to get there. She's got a savings goal that you can set up in Greenlight and uh, she's starting to develop that. She's also, she likes Tesla. So she invests in Tesla and, um, and it, you know, stays interested in things like, um, you know, how well they're doing or not doing. So she's definitely my saver again, mainly to be communicating about this uh, immediate gratification or lack thereof over time. Finally, I've got my ten-year-old. Ten-year-old uh, ten is still wrapping her head around how the stock market work. Why uh, is my money going down every day or up every day? I'm not doing anything with it. So the ten-year-old. It's definitely, um, it takes a, a whole different level of conversation with her. I would actually um, consider her the spender today because she likes uh, nice things and she'll take her balance and as quick as we're at a place to be able to spend it, whether it's food or candy or clothes or whatever, she wants to go spend it. So in her savings account, I actually set her interest at 15%. Now, I haven't let her learn this lesson just yet, but 
I want her to get to the point where she recognizes that interest gets paid out on a monthly basis within here. And if she actually dumped all of her money in her spending account, or I'm sorry, her savings account, then she could actually accrue more money faster than what she could in the stock market today. And then actually transfer it back into her checking account to be able to spend things. But she's not even understanding this concept of transferring back and forth. She thinks kind of if it's in savings, it's there forever and she'll never be able to use it. So uh, again, it's just a slightly different conversation than my 12 or 15 year old, uh, but it's been fun. I mean, uh, these conversations come up about interest and I've got their, um, they give me a hard time when I start talking about cars because the first word they rattle off is depreciation, for example. And, you know, my goal is to not over mandate things, it's to just treat or uh, teach these tenants and, you know, if they pick up a, a thing or two from it and they start early, uh, then I hope them to be much more successful than I was when I was a kid, because I certainly didn't have technologies and, and tools like the green light card. Um, but I also didn't have the discipline. And that's really what this comes down to is, is the discipline and the, the education of it all. So I'd be remiss if I didn't mention about a couple dislikes. I got a couple in the parent category and a couple in the kid category. So from a, a parent standpoint, the things that I've run into, um, I've run into initially some bank connection issues. So depending on the bank that you're with, uh, it wasn't approving it for a certain amount of time. Uh, they only allow you, I think it's up to $200 on each transaction within the app to actually transfer funds. So, um, you know, I was getting a lot of denials now to their credit. I was able to call support. They were able to get it worked out. It took three or four calls over a few months to actually get that officially working where it's pulling every time. Um, they use a third party for those connections. So that's been one of my hiccups of this service and actually getting the money into the parent wallet because that parent wallet is not your traditional checking account. It's within Greenlight. So you have to take it from your usual checking, put it into the parent wallet to then be able to, um, you know, go into each one of the kids' accounts. The other little nuance that I've noticed about this that I would love for them to add eventually is the ability to, you know, we can pull money from an account and put money in an account, but our girls can't send money back and forth to one another. Now there might be, you know, a, a parental thing. There might be some bank compliance issues with things like that. I don't know, but you know, if, one daughter is out with another daughter and they pay for that because they don't have their card to be able to go to the app similar that somebody would do with like Venmo to be able to transfer to each other. Even if a parent had to approve it first, I would love that feature to be in there and it seems like a pretty simple thing to be able to add uh, to be able to transfer back and forth between the kiddos themselves. Now, a couple of the kids dislikes that I'm, I'm hearing from them is, you know, for one on the investment side, is every time they want to make a change, they want to be able to buy something, which we don't even talk about selling things. These are just buying stuff. But every time they go to buy something, they can buy an ETF of the S&P if they want to. They offer them that. They have a bunch of different stocks that are there. Uh, but everything that they end up wanting to buy has to get approved by us. And then I've even noticed this weird um, case where Let's say they want to do $5 into pick a company, AT&T or Target. Uh, the $5 would actually come from the parent's account where I actually am already paying them for chores and I want them to use that money within their wallet to pay for that sort of stuff. 
So I end up having to do an extra step of paying for them out of my account and then pulling the money out of their account back into mine to reconcile it to zero. So it's not the end of the world. Their part that they don't like is that they have to get my approval for all of that sort of stuff. And again, it's me or my wife, either one, either parent. Uh, but I know why Greenlight does it. They want to have a conversation here. They want to have an education. They want to make sure that our kids aren't doing anything um, silly. And, and I suspect that there's probably also uh, some compliance requirements where it's actually the parent buying the stock, not just the kid directly themselves. The other thing that I mentioned earlier is, uh, you know, partic particularly my oldest, uh, she wants to be able to invest in crypto um, and they're just not there yet. They're still very much in the investment front. I even looked at things like um, GBTC, the Grayscale product that you can uh, invest in the Bitcoin trust through the stock market. That's not available to them either. You know, um, crypto ETFs are on their way. I suspect that Greenlight would probably start trickling those in to be able to do crypto directly. Sure opens them up to a whole lot more liability and, and volatility, especially. Uh, but that's one of the things that the kids don't like doing. I did want to throw out a, a new idea that I'd love to see. Their chores section is okay. Uh, they give you the ability to do a one-time chore or to set up weekly chores, which we do. Um, but, you know, for one, I don't get notified whenever the girls complete a chore. I have to go into the app and see what they've checked off. It's a pretty simple little checklist to be able to do that. I'd love to get a notification of uh, when that chore chart or when that chore got done. So um, I could praise them for that other than having to ask them, did you get your chores done or to go to the app every time? That would be useful that I'd love to be able to opt in on. And then secondly, uh, I would love the ability to have a, kind of an inventory of chores that the kids could pick and choose from. So say we said, you know, if you do the dishes, you get a dollar. If you take out the trash, you get 50 cents, whatever the number is, but that they get to opt in instead of, um, you know, a standard allowance on what chores they want to do. I'm sure that, uh, you know, creates some more complexity for Greenlight on how to manage that. But I would love uh, them to have the ability to do the chores uh, that they want to do and, um, and then they get paid directly based off of which ones that were done. And I guess if I'm going to go all the way, if someone did the dishes today, no one else can do the dishes until tomorrow. So that way, you know, you don't have dishes happening four or five times a day. So that's, you know, that's been our experience of the Greenlight card. Overall, I would say it's definitely been a positive thing. More than anything else, regardless of the technology, it's really the communication that I've liked the most. It's opened up a ton of um, interesting discussions that I've had with each one. Uh, and so give it a shot. You know, their website is uh, greenlightcard.com. Uh, they, they've got personalized debit cards if you want one. Our girls just have the standard green one. Um, but it's been a good thing. And um, I'd love to hear if you have any questions about it. Definitely post that down below in the comments. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Have a great rest of the day.